This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Lori Hacking was a name that resonated deeply through the heart of Salt Lake City, Utah, and indeed across the nation. In a story that twisted from a mysterious disappearance to a tragic case of murder, Lori's Soars, she grew up in a loving family, described by those who knew her as vivacious, intelligent, and deep caring. Her life, rich in promise and surrounded by loved ones, took a dark and unforeseen turn in July 2004, leading to a series of events that captured the intention of a nation and left an indelible mark on the community. Lori Soares, born into a loving family, grew up embodying the values of kindness, intelligence, and ambition. From a young age, Lori showed a remarkable zest for life, a trait that endeared her to everyone she met. She was known for her bright smile and a heartwarming presence that could light up any room. Growing up in a nurturing environment, Lori developed a strong sense of empathy and a desire to make a positive impact in the world. Her academic journey was a testament to her intelligence and hard work. Excelling in her studies, Lori graduated from Weber State University where she not only shone academically, but also formed lasting friendships and became a beloved member of the university community. Her life took a significant turn when she re- uh, reconnected with Mark Hacking, a high school acquaintance. Mark, born and raised in a family that valued education and societal contribution, was known for his charm and a f- affable nature. Excuse me. People who knew Mark described him as someone who was always ready with a joke bringing lightheartedness into the lives of those around him. He was the kind of person who seemed to make friends effortlessly, known for his easygoing attitude and seemingly unwavering optimism. The relationship between Lori and Mark blossomed into a deep connection, culminating in marriage. They were a couple that many looked up to. Lori with her ambitious nature and kind heart, and Mark with his charismatic personality and apparent dedication to his family. They settled in Salt Lake City where Lori worked, at Wells Fargo Securities, and Mark was employed at a psychiatric unit, supposedly while preparing to attend medical school. Behind the facade of this seemingly perfect couple lay complexities and secrets that would later unravel in the most tragic ways. Lori, ever the planner and dreamer, was excited about the future. She envisioned a life filled with love, success, and the joy of raising a family. Friends and family recall her talking about her dreams and plans, her face alight with the prospect of what was to come. Mark, on the other hand, was juggling a web of lies that he had spun around his academic and professional life, a fact that was unknown to Lori and their families. The couple was reportedly preparing to move to North Carolina, where Mark had told Lori he had been accepted to medical school. 
This move represented a new chapter in their lives, a step forward in the realization of their shared dreams. Lori, fully believing in her husband and their future, shared this news with excitement and pride. As they prepared for this new phase, Lori and Mark seemed to embody a young, successful couple ready to take on the world. However, beyond the, beneath the surface of this idyllic portrayal lay the seeds of a tragedy that would shock the community and tear apart the lives of those who knew and loved Lori Soar's hacky. The unraveling of Mark's web of lies and the consequent shattering of dreams would soon lead to a chain of events that would end in an unimaginable tragedy. In the months leading up to her disappearance, Lori Hacking was living a life filled with anticipation and excitement. She and her husband Mark were planning a significant move to North Carolina. This move was not just a geographic shift, but a leap in the future they had both envisioned. Lori, ever meticulous and organized, was in the throes of preparing for this new chapter. She shared the news with family and friends. Her enthusiasm palpable for Lori, this move symbolized the fruition of dreams and the continuation of a happy, fulfilling marriage. Unknown to her were the secrets that lay beneath the surface of these plans, secrets that Mark had been harboring for years. Mark, in reality, had not completed his undergraduate degree and had not been accepted into any medical school. This web of deceit was not just a single lie, but a complex construction that Mark had been maintaining for a significant period. The pressure of upholding this facade was immense, as he was living a life that was fun fundamentally untrue. The deception was not known to Lori, who believed in her husband and his aspirations. As the time for their supposed relocation approached, the stress on Mark to maintain his lies increased. Colleagues and friends reported changes in his behavior. He appeared more distant and seemed to be under a great deal of stress. However, these changes were subtle and did not raise immediate alarms, as they were often attributed to the pressures of moving and starting a new life. Parallel to these events, Lori discovered she was pregnant, a revelation that brought her immense joy. This news, which should have been a cause for celebration, added another layer of complexity to their lives. For Lori, this pregnancy was a dream come true. For Mark, it may have represented a further deepening of his entanglement and lies. In the days immediately preceding her disappearance, Lori was in the midst of final preparations for the move. She was seen by family and colleagues as being her usual self, upbeat and focused. Mark's behavior, however, was increasingly erratic. The facade he had constructed was beginning to crumble under the weight of reality. On the night before her disappearance, Lori and Mark were together at their home. What transpired during those hours remains a subject of speculation. But it is believed that the stress and strain of the impending move, combined with the pressure of the secrets Mark was keeping, reached a critical point. The morning of July 19, 2004, marked the last time Lori Hacking was seen. Mark reported her missing, claiming she had gone for an early morning jog and had not returned. This report launched a massive search operation, drawing in the community, law enforcement, and the media. However, as the investigation deepened, the fabric of lies and deception began to unravel, leading to a shocking revelation that turned a case of a missing person into a chilling tale of murder. When Lori Hacking was reported missing on July 19, 2004, the Salt Lake City Police Department mobilized quickly, launching a comprehensive search operation. The initial phase of the investigation focused on locating Lori, with the hope that she had simply become lost or injured during a morning run. Search teams, including police, volunteers, and specially trained dogs, searched the area where Lori was known to jog, covering parks, trails, and neighborhoods. 
the community rallied in an extraordinary display of solidarity with hundreds of volunteers joining the search, distributing flyers, and providing any assistance they could. As the search continued with no signs of Lori, investigators began to delve deeper into her personal life, seeking clues that could, might explain her disappearance. They interviewed family, friends, and colleagues, building a picture of Lori's life and relationships. Mark, Lori's husband, was initially cooperative with the police, participating in press conferences and public appeals for information. However, as the investigation progressed, inconsistencies began to emerge in Mark's account of events. His behavior, which was initially attributed to the distress of his wife's disappearance, started to draw suspicion. A critical turning point in the investigation came when it was revealed that Mark had been lying about his academic achievements and future plans. Investigators discovered that Mark had not graduated from college, nor had he been accepted to medical school in North Carolina, as he had claimed. This revelation cast a new light on the case, shifting the focus of the investigation towards understanding the nature and extent of Mark's deception. Simultaneously, forensic teams meticulously analyzed evidence gathered from the couple's apartment, their vehicles, and the area surrounding the supposed jogging route. As they pieced together the physical evidence, a more sinister picture began to emerge. Traces of blood were found in the couple's apartment, and personal items excuse me, belonging to Lori were discovered in a dumpster, suggesting a scenario far more grim than a simple disappearance. One of the most significant breakthroughs came in the case with the analysis of surveillance footage from a nearby landfill. The footage showed Mark Hacking disposing of a mattress on the day of Lori's disappearance, a piece of evidence that contradicted his initial statements and raised serious questions about his involvement in Lori's disappearance. Faced with mounting evidence and growing public scrutiny, the facade that Mark had maintained began to crumble. As investigators continued to gather and analyze evidence, the narrative of a worried husband searching for his missing wife was replaced by a more troubling scenario, one involving deceit, betrayal, and possible murder. The investigation reached a climax when Mark was arrested and taken into custody. His arrest marked a turning point in the case, as the focus shifted from searching for Lori to seeking justice for her. The discovery of Lori's remains following a confession by Mark brought a tragic and sad closure to the search and confirmed the worst fears of her family and the community. The case of Lori hacking, which began as a desperate search for a missing person, unfolded into a chilling narrative of a murder that shocked the nation and left an indelible mark on the community of Salt Lake City. Mark Hacking's confession of the murder of his wife was a pivotal moment in a case that gripped the nation. After maintaining his innocence and portraying the role of a distraught husband, Mark's admission of guilt came as a profound shock, not only to the public, but also to those who knew the couple personally. The confession, delivered to his brothers, who then relayed the information to police, painted a harrowing picture of deceit, mental turmoil, and ultimate tragedy. In his confession, Mark revealed that in the early hours of July 19, 2004, he murdered Lori while she slept in their apartment. The motive, as pieced together from his confession and later investigations, stemmed from a combination of panic and fear as his web of lies about his academic achievements began to unravel. Faced with the prospect of his deceptions being exposed, Mark resorted to the most extreme and irreversible act. The brutal nature of the crime and the betrayal inherent in his actions left the community 
and the nation reeling. The legal proceedings that followed were marked by a high level of public interest and media scrutiny. Mark was charged with first-degree murder, a charge that carried the possibility of life in prison. The trial process was a journey through the myriad psychological and emotional layers that constituted the case. Prosecutors presented a detailed account of Mark's deception, the murder, and subsequent cover-up attempts, while the defense focused on Mark's mental state and the pressures he faced. One of the most heart-wrenching aspects of the trial was the impact statements from Lori's family. They spoke of the immense pain and betrayal they felt, not only due to Lori's murder, but also because they, the trust they had placed in Mark. Lori's parents and siblings expressed their profound loss, the void by her absence, and the struggle to come to terms with the brutal nature of her death. Throughout the trial, Mark Hacking's mental health was a subject of considerable focus. His defense team argued that he was suffering from a significant mental illness, which played a role in his actions. This claim, while contested, added layers of complexity to the case, raising questions about the intersection of mental health issues and criminal responsibility. In a move that spared both families a prolonged trial, Mark entered a guilty plea. Accepting responsibility for his actions, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. A sentence that reflected the gravity of his crime. The sentence brought a formal closure to the legal proceedings, but did little to alleviate the, grie the grief and shock that permeated the community. <clears throat> Excuse me. The dis disappearance and murder of Lori Hacking immediately captured the attention of the local national media, evolving into a story that resonated deeply with the American public. The initial coverage focused on the search for Lori, a young pregnant woman who vanished seemingly without a trace. Media outlets dispatched reporters to Salt Lake City. The story was featured prominently in news cycles, drawing comparisons to other high-profile missing person cases. As details of the curse case emerged, particularly the revelations about Mark Hacking's web of lies and his eventual confession, the, excuse me, the nature of the media coverage shifted. It changed from a narrative about a missing person to a grim tale of deceit and murder. The media dissected every aspect of the couple's life, with particular focus on the stark contrast between the image of a happy, successful couple and the dark reality that lay beneath. Television shows, news articles, and online forums delved into analysis of Mark's behavior, Lori's unknowing victimhood, and the psychological aspects of the crime. Conversely, there was also a significant public backlash against Mark. People were appalled by the extent of his deception and the cold-blooded nature of his crime. This sentiment was compounded by the fact that he had initially played the role of a concerned husband, misleading not only the authorities, but also the public. Discussions about the case often centered on issues of trust in relationships and the moral implications of living a lie. The Lori Soros hacking case also had a profound impact on local communities, particularly in Salt Lake City. It shattered the sense of security and trust within the community, leading to increased awareness and discussions about personal safety and the signs of domestic trouble. Community groups and advocacy organizations used the case as a platform to educate the public about domestic violence and mental health issues. So before we go, let us know your thoughts on this case in the comments section below. And as always, give it a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell notification button down below. And if you want to support the channel even more, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Your support helps the channel grow 
upgrade our equipment, bring a new host, be able to pay them, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. As always, thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next video. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, Buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash true crime never sleeps.